You're listening to a C3 Victory podcast. To find out more, visit us online at c3victory.org.au. Jesus, for your sacrifice for us, for your heart to set us free, to forgive us, and to walk with us into eternal life. We bless you today. Pray that we'd be closer to you today. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks, guys. That was so powerful. We, um, awkward moment as the uh, guitarists leave and the preacher's left all by himself (laughs) on stage. Help. No. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Love it. Um, so we're starting a whole new series today. Um, I'm getting some feedback up here. You, Good job. Well done. Can we thank our guys at the back there making it all work today? So good. It's good. So we're starting a series today called More. And it probably means what you think it means, More means what I didn't have before, now I'm stepping into more, right? It's good. We're going to be talking this month about, uh, in essence, it comes back to freedom, a level of freedom. We, we've had such a, a strong anointing over our church in, the, 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 in the, what, the 20 years that we've been around, babe. It's been such a strong, like, powerful anointing for freedom. And... Um, so we're going to talk about that over this month of August. And um, I, I, I have discovered that Jesus gave me more than I anticipated I would receive. Anybody in that boat? You kind of came to Jesus and you're thinking, oh yeah, you know, I'll just get right with God or, you know, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll get this. And then all of a sudden you're like, wow, I had no idea what else was on offer here. Or I had no idea that I was going to be sent on this trajectory of change and great and all, oh, this is awesome. And oh my goodness, that hurts. You know, anyone like that? Yeah. You know, I, I, I came to Jesus and all I really wanted was to be loved and accepted. And what I found, what I got was way more than that. I actually got unconditional love as well. You know, I, I, needed, I needed forgiveness, and he didn't just give me that. He gave me a relationship with him as well. You know, all, all I needed was saving, and he didn't just save me, but then he gave me eternal life on top of that. You know, I, all I needed was freedom, and then on top of the freedom, he gave me abundance. It's awesome. The Bible describes believers, the New Testament specifically describes believers as operating in uh, fullness. And uh, I think it's John 
1 verse 14, it says that Jesus came full of grace and truth. And then several times in the New Testament, we're talking, it talks about us as believers and fullness and what it looks like for us to walk in fullness. Like not, not what you might be used to, not lack, not just enough, not getting into heaven by the skin of my teeth, you know, not just surviving, you know, not just enough, not average, not okay, but fullness, but abundance, but overflow, but more than enough. A few of you are like, I, I, I tried praying that prayer a few times and it didn't work. I love what Christine Kane says. She said, so many Christians are living delivered in the wilderness instead of free in the promised land. Ouch. Does that burn for you at all? Because it kind of burns for me a little bit. I'm like, Christine, yow. I preached on, on this at Central Campus four years ago, actually. And, and I had this quote, and it still hurts today. So back in Exodus chapter 3, okay, because I want to take you, we've just been talking about, you know, the Israelites and being set free from the promised land, right? Well, there's a principle in the Word that the Israelite journey is similar to the believer's journey. And so when you read the Old Testament, you're not just reading a story, you're actually learning about yourself. Because you're like, hang on. The Israelites, who seemed stupid, and the disciples, who seemed stupid. Oh, that's actually me, and me stupid. Right, right, right. And so I can identify with what's going on in the, with, the, with the Israelites and with the disciples because that's a reflection of who I am and the journey that I'm on as well. So back in Exodus 3, uh, God is speaking to, to Moses, and he's telling Moses, you need to go and save my people, right? I'm going to deliver them. And so it says uh, in verse 7, Exodus chapter 3, The Lord said, I've indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I've heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I'm concerned about their suffering. That's so good that God is concerned when we suffer. I have come down, so I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey. Do, do we have that? Do we have that, that? We don't have that scripture? No? Okay. So God's heart for us, I love this, to bring them up out of that land and into a good and spacious land, a land that flows with milk and honey. Love it. God's heart is that you would be set free from slavery and included in that is the way that we think like a slave the way that we behave like a slave, the way that I have an attitude of a slave. And I've discovered this in my own journey a few, a few years ago, that that's, I was saved, but still thinking like an orphan. Saved, adopted as God's son, but still behaving like I wasn't. Trying to earn his approval and earn his love, you know, and yet I already had it. It's crazy when as Christians, we keep trying to get something that God's like, I already gave that to you. Just walk in it, right? And you're like, ah. Oh. And I, it, was the big, it was one of the biggest, you know, crazy moments of my life when I realized that 
all of my life was trying to get God to approve me, and he already did. And I was like, oh, Darren, you idiot. But I was really glad I discovered that in my 30s and not in my 70s, you know, but I really wish I discovered it in my teens and not in my, anyway. But see, this is God's plan for you. His plan for you is freedom and then abundance. Freedom and abundance, right? Not just freedom, but also abundance. God just didn't set them free out of slavery to just, okay, go. Just enjoy the wilderness. Yay. No, no, no. God had a plan for them to land in the promised land, right? He wanted them to enter into something of you know, abundance and fruit and overflow. This land of milk and honey. I don't know, I, I love honey, I love milk, but I'm pretty sure it means more than that. <laughs> See, God's design was never just to set you free from something. He doesn't just want to set you free from the power of sin. The whole Christian journey is not just about trying not to sin. Hallelujah. Because that's kind of what I thought it was for a while. Growing up, I'm like, just try not to sin and you'll be all right. I kind of thought that was, that was the whole Christian life. No, whoa, I got that majorly wrong. The power of sin is broken, so now I just have to learn to live as a new creation. That's, that's what it looks like. I'm not trying, because if you focus on trying not to sin, guess what you're focusing on? Sin. What, what your focus is becomes your future. So I need to focus on how do I live in this bright, open, wide space of freedom and joy and abundance and where I'm a new creation. That's what I need to focus on. How do I live here instead of, you know, how do I not do these things? That's a, that's a totally different mindset. How do I live as a son, not how do I stop being a slave? Different, totally different, a life of abundance. And, and, and it's this place, this place of blessing and abundance where then I get to become a blessing as well because I'm blessed to be. God said to Abraham, I'll bless you and you'll be a blessing and through you all the nations of the world will be blessed. The concept is I'll bless you and you will be. I get blessed to be. A blessing as well. All right? So there's more. There's more. There's more. Galatians 5.1 says, It's for freedom that Christ has set us free. Has set you free. Has. Not even is. Not is in the process of. Has. As in your, your freedom is completed. You're still appropriating it. I'm still learning how to walk in it. I'm still learning what this freedom thing looks like. I'm still journeying in this place of, oh, that's what that means and that's how that looks and right, right, right. But it's completed already. It's like I've received every spiritual blessing in Christ, Ephesians 1, right? But I'm learning what that looks like. It's this journey, this journey of Freedom. You know that little spinny wheel on your computer? Anyone love that spinny wheel? Anyone have a computer that's so slow that you see the spinny wheel and you're like, it's time for a coffee. Great. <laughs> I'm out of here, folks. You know? 
That's not the spinny wheel of your freedom, right? It's already happened. You've already got it. It's a done deal. Christ said it is finished. It's yours. We just got to learn to appropriate the truth of what I've received, right? You're already free and it's sealed. Now, I might be walking around in the wilderness though sometimes. Sometimes I'm not walking in the promised land. Sometimes I'm not receiving this, this thing of abundance. But that doesn't mean I haven't been set free. Completely and utterly free from sin, free from the power of it, the punishment of it, free from this thinking like a slave, like an orphan. And so it's super important that we don't go, I haven't got it yet. Like it's, it's important that it, when I discover an area of my life, of my thinking or my behavior or my attitude or my habits, it's important that when I discover an area that is where I'm still acting like a slave, that I don't disagree with the truth that I'm free. Because it's already done and sealed and delivered, I'm just learning how to outwork it. Okay? Otherwise, otherwise maybe Christ has to die again. And he doesn't. Because he finished it the first time. And it gets applied to us. So whenever I don't feel free, it's simply a misappropriation in my life of the truth that I am. Okay? So what I don't want us to focus on is this, uh, this free to, sorry, this free from element, right? Because I'm free from something and I'm free to something. This month, we're not going to focus on what we get set free from. We're actually going to walk into what are we getting set free to? This more life, this, this abundance thinking. Um, because there's this action that we do as Christians and it's kind of how you got started with God in the first place, right? Humility and surrender. It's a, it's a really important starting ground. That's, that, that's how you got started. You came to God and you went, oh, right, you're right. And that means I'm wrong. And wow, you still love me, died for me. Okay, eternal life, heaven. That's, that's pretty good. Not sure about that one yet, but one more. But I'll take it. I'll take it. What do I got to do? I got to pray a prayer? Piece of cake. Let's do that. You know, but you came humble. You came with some level of surrender. And this, this is the way forward. This is the way to unlock the revelations of God in your world is greater surrender, greater humility. And so to walk in freedom, I need to, I'll, I'll explain this. Because to walk in freedom, I need to lay down my right to live as a slave. The problem is I'm so used to living as a slave that now I'm like, you, you, want, you want me to what? I'm not going to do that. I'm used to this lifestyle. I'm used to these, I'm used to these, old, these old things that I love to do. I'm used to that mindset. I'm used to this, uh, this principle that 
it's, up, it's in the Bible somewhere. You know, I had a, I had a friend quote me this, this, this Bible verse this week, and I said to him, you know, that's not actually in the Bible. That's just a saying. And he's like, it's in there. I'm like, it really isn't. Like, how much stuff, how much stuff do we believe that's not, that doesn't line up with the truth? Like, there's a lot of stuff that's in there that I go, oh, no, that must be absolutely right. But this is how I think about it. Todd, and, and I think you, you were the one who told me this years and years ago when we were running 18 to 25s back in the day. And, um, and, and I think you said to me, uh, so you've discovered a few things that, you're, that are real and right now. And I was like, yeah, yeah. So that means you were wrong about some stuff. Oh. <laughs> and if that wasn't enough, you said... Um, you said, so what are you wrong about now that you're going to find out later? Is <laughs> And I was like, okay. So now I'm thinking I'm 42 and I'm like, what am I still wrong about? That I'm going to be like, oh, you idiot, Stimpy. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an 80s, 80s 90s reference there. So I need to surrender my right to live as a slave, which governs so much of how I think, right? And I need to lay down what has become my truth. Anyone ever heard that? Oh, no, that, you, just, you just do what's right for you, love. You do what's right for you. I'm sorry, Susan. There is absolute truth. You can't, everyone doesn't just have their own truth and, it, and, and it's okay, I'm sorry, world, that's not how it works. There is an absolute, absolute truth. And it does work and it does apply. Sorry if your auntie's name is Susan. <laughs> right? And so this concept of, of, of surrender is absolutely anti-cultural right now. Why would I lay down what I think is true to take up what he says is true? Because isn't this my truth? Isn't this, isn't this my reality and what I want and what I believe? Well, it depends if you want to be free or not. It, it, it depends if you're willing to walk this journey of faith and freedom. Because Jesus asked a few sick people, what do you want? And you're thinking, what do you mean? Why is he asking them, what do you want me to do for you? They're sick. He can't walk. But sometimes he asks that to us. What do you want me to do for you? And we say, I want freedom and I want joy and I want life and I want abundance. But don't challenge my truth. So when I'm talking about we're getting set free from something, surrender is important. Because I go, I, you're right, and the way I've been thinking about that thing is wrong, and so you, I, need, I need to submit that to you and surrender that area of my mind or my heart or my life, and then I'm going to receive this fresh revelation of who I am and what I'm called to do, and I get set free from 
this thing, from an addiction, from a stronghold, from a negative mindset, from uh, uh, the, the way of seeing myself that's not true, right? From a behavior, from a habit. I get set free from this thing, right? And so surrender is so valuable and so important in that space when I'm realizing what God says and I'm accepting it and surrendering my heart, life, mind to Christ again so I can start to operate in this level of freedom. What I've discovered is that I need an equal level of surrender to step into this abundance thinking. Because just because I got set free from something doesn't mean I'm now set free into something. Because if I start, if I mention the word prosperity, a whole lot of you just got your back up. And you're like, oh, no, I couldn't possibly. Hang on. I'm not talking about God wants to give you 17 jet skis. <laughs> All right. And that's on top of your 24 houses and whatever. But what if God does want you to prosper? What if he actually definitely planned for you to prosper, but because you weren't surrendering and being set free into that? See, a lot of... Maybe it's just me, but I got set free from a lot of stuff, but I just took on a lot of religious thinking. And religious thinking is going to prevent me from, work, from operating in the fullness. I actually want to be set free, not just from a bunch of bad stuff, and I don't want to live in this wilderness space all my life. I also then need to be set free into this more, into this abundance into this space where this is the land of milk and honey and now I'm blessed to be a blessing to others. And the journey of, like this journey is always a journey of faith. It's always a journey of trust. I, I, I come to Christ and I surrender and then I start to get free from this thing and now I don't need to smoke anymore or now I don't need to swear anymore. Now I don't need to prove myself anymore and now I'm in this funky space of who am I and what am I here for? And as I discover that, I start to step and put my toes into the more water. It's like, oh, this is pretty good. This is pretty good. But it, it, it challenges what I, what I learned in Sunday school that I should be a poor person. Oh, no, no, no. We'll walk back into the wilderness for a while. Like the older son in the, in the prodigal son story has blown my mind over the last few years. Because he's like, you never even gave me a goat to share with my friends. Now, I've never said those words to my parents. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever actually said those words before. Anyone said those words to mom and dad? You never gave me a goat to share with my friends. The older son is like this religious guy who's being held back from abundance and more because he, doesn't, he still doesn't see himself as a son. He still sees himself as an employee of God. And the father's response to him is, everything I have is yours. Can you imagine the father saying that to you right now? Tanya, everything I have is yours. 
So the, the cross of Christ has enabled us to move from a place of slavery through a place of the wilderness. And the wilderness journey is important. I don't, I don't know many people who get to skip that journey. You know, I'm out of, I'm out of Egypt. Yay, I'm in the promised land. Hooray! You're like, you know, like if, that, if, I, if I meet a person who did that journey, I'm going to be like, whatever. <laughs> but the cross enables us to move from slavery into freedom and into abundance. The reason why we're released from slavery is so that we can live here. And this is what it looks like. This journey looks like faith, this continual working of the Holy Spirit, this continual working of God in my soul, in your soul, helping you to believe, helping you to trust helping you to center your life, not on your bank account balance, not on the strength of a relationship or your marriage, but actually on who Jesus is and what he has done and who God is to you. Instead of what your circumstances tell you, the freedom journey is this, this journey of faith where I'm not, being, I'm not dictated by what I see or by what I feel, but by what the Father says and by what the Father says. Right? Can you guys come back up and help me out here? I'm going to... Um, we're going to start this month by praying for some people. And... I really believe, I've, I've really journeyed this this week. And I really believe that God wants to set you free into that place where you believe that you can have an abundance. You, that you can have more than just scraping by. There's three areas I believe God wants me to pray into. The first is healing in our bodies. The second is financial increase. We've had some great breakthroughs lately. Brandon, Sathish just got a new job as well. Some great breakthroughs in finances. But I wanna, I wanna pray over increase. Like, like not just a bonus or a, you know, I sold my car, no, no, no. I'm talking about like financial increase, an increase in your capacity to earn and receive money so that you can be blessed and you can be a blessing and you can find freedom. Like I would love to pay off my mortgage. Anybody else like that? You just love to get that thing out of your life. Like wouldn't that be amazing? Hey, you stuck up your hand at the back there, man. You just started. That's awesome. But yeah, let's... Financial increase, healing, financial increase. And the other one I really sensed from the Holy Spirit was purpose. And what I sense for you is that there's an abundance of purpose coming to this, to this, this lack. Because in the more life, it's not about just scraping by. That's what life looked like in the wilderness, where there was only enough manna and there was only enough quail just for one day, except for the Sabbath where it lasted for two days. 
and, the, and, and your clothing and their shoes and their sandals, they didn't wear out, but there was just enough to get them by. That's not the more life. That's not abundance. That's not prosperity. So I want you, everyone to stand to your feet right now. We've got like 10 minutes to do this. And I'm believing for some crazy breakthroughs coming up as a result of what we're about to pray into. So if that's you and you need healing in your body, can I believe for an abundance of healing right now? Abundance is the word. Abundance is the word, right? Fullness, financial freedom and increase and purpose. If you need any of those, make your way to the front and we're gonna pray for you. Any of those at all. If you need healing in your body, if you need financial increase or breakthrough, and if you need purpose, there's an abundance of purpose coming your way today. And we're just gonna believe that some stuff's gonna be broken in this room right now and some fresh freedom. Because the, the purpose is you getting set free to believe that you can and you will. Awesome. Pastors, can you start praying? That'd be great. Awesome. And we're going to sit here for a little while. So if you didn't respond, I'd like you to be praying for the people who are down the front here. I'd like you to be just speaking out abundance, overflow, more than enough, more than is needed, more than is necessary, an abundance of dreams and visions for those who haven't got purpose, an abundance of financial provision and increase. If you're, if you're down the front, just want you to lift your hands right now. Just lift your hands, lift your hands. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Move, Holy Spirit. We're believing right now for more. More of you, Holy Spirit, more revelation, more freedom, more abundance, more overflow, more breakthrough in Jesus' name. Thanks for joining us for the C3 Victory Podcast. We would love to see you at one of our services. To find out more, visit us online at c3victory.org.au or check us out on Facebook or Instagram.